One of the reasons why I see some people demonizing Amazon is because there are other brands who sell products. They're just saying, hey, don't buy from there, buy from me. And instead of talking about how amazing their product line is or how amazing they're, what they're selling. The whole campaign is about knocking. Demonizing some other brand that's on Amazon that you probably never even tried because why would they? They don't care about these companies. And so they're just going to say, stop buying from Amazon because it's dirty. It's bad products. They're not regulated. Whatever stuff they come up with, just buy from me because my stuff's the best. I don't think that's a really good, strong selling point. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. Well, when you first said it, I was going to hang up. <laughs> yeah. and... It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, on to our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I, I can't to... do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is LashCast. Your friend in the lash industry. Hey, all you smart cookies coming to you from the city of roses. This is the broadcast by lash professionals and for lash professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tuss. Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm good. Doing good. We're excited to be back here again in the lash studio. Back in the lash studio. Yeah, hanging out with my best friend. Aw, I am the luckiest. I, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm the luckiest. No, you are the best. Yeah, no, I am the luckiest. Anyhow, we've got... I'm the luckiest, you are the best. So, today, we want to talk about the controversial world of Amazon. Don't, don't, don't. Should we buy lash products from Amazon? That nasty haven of nastiness. Why are you saying it's nasty, Because that's what I hear people bashing Amazon. Like, if you buy stuff from Amazon... You're not a good lash artist. What? Yeah, like you're buying crap. You're buying toxic things. In fact, you're buying lash supplies that kill people around the world. Now, that's maybe a little overstatement, but that's what they say. So we're going to talk about that and what's our thoughts, because guess what, guys? Unpopular opinions are going to happen today. We will probably say something here that half of our base, if not two-thirds of you, will be like, okay, Paul and Tuss have gone too far. We've gone too far. We've finally done it. Yeah, we've done it. We've committed the unforgivable sin, and now you all hate us, and we'll just go back and talk to five people a week like we used to. Okay. <laughs> so, but first, we have announcements. Hey, we have announcements. It's time for announcements. All right, what do we have coming up? Well, April 11th is the big day, guys. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendars. We will be selling LashCon tickets, and I promise you they will go quick. Last year, in less than 24 hours, all the VIPs were gone. So if you want a VIP for sure, you're going to Now, want. is this the kind of thing where you have to mark your calendar and like wake up at a certain time like trying to get tickets for Comic-Con? Yes, we will have a certain time really? that we will be launching them. I don't know the time yet. It'll be somewhere 9, 10, 11, 12. Depending on how good I'm doing, it may not double be 6 p.m. that day, but we will have a set time and then we'll tell you. We'll send it out. Hey, guys, here's your time. Show up. 
get your tickets now and it's gonna be crazy it'll be a madhouse i promise last year i didn't expect this so i may be presuming much right now that it's gonna be the same but it seems to me that the excitement's there the energy's there the people want to do this so yeah, just be ready for that. And if you want a free ticket right free now, ticket. you need to basically go make a reel or TikTok video that promotes LashCon, maybe like what you hope to learn or, or what you've gotten in the past, how excited you are about going. It doesn't matter. So anything about LashCon, have fun with it, play with it. It just needs to post in there. It has to say basically the LashCon is on or the ticket sales. Ticket go sales go on sale April 11th. Yes. You like made it sound really yeah. complicated Yeah, there. You just have to announce that. Tag us and announce the date that ticket sales go on and post it between Monday, April 3rd and Friday, April 7th. You have those five days to post that TikTok reel. Tag us and then just share your love for LashCon and how excited you are and make sure you tell people the date. And then we'll announce the winner on April 10th, just one day before April 11th. One of you will walk away with a standard ticket to LashCon. Now, let me say, I think the odds may be ever in your favor. Yes, they are. Because it's not like thousands and thousands of people apply for this. Really, maybe 50 people do. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see hundreds, but I, that would be that's, great. A little, that's wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> so anyway, do it. Everyone thinks, oh, I just don't have time for that. Maybe you don't, but you could be the lucky one. You could. And that's all. That's all we're going to do. We're going to move on. We've got so many other things to talk about, and we really want to get into this because today we really want to talk about Amazon. And really, is this the best or worst, or is this another place to get Lash products? And why do people hate it so much? There's a lot of disdain. I see a lot of people with really bad attitudes. Okay. Well, first of all, what are they saying? Well, basically, and you'll see people talk about it. It's like, well, if you go to Amazon, the products there are cheap, and the products there are not clean, like they're dirty. Like the cyanoacrylate will have formaldehyde in it, or it'll be a, a really low grade cyanoacrylate. It'll be very fumy and all that. And because of that, you're buying cheap crap. And so when you buy cheap crap, you're going to have bad results. You can't be a high end salon or a beauty professional if you're buying cheap products on Amazon. Okay. So that's the general attitude. Well, shall we first talk about this? Shall we first pick this apart and say, what is a bad product? Exactly. I think you need to start defining terms here because that is kind of a blanket statement just saying all Amazon products are bad. The thought when people say, oh, this product is all natural and you, you assume they're implying that it's good. Yeah, it's better for poo you. Poo is all natural. Poo is all natural. So is toxic mushrooms. Yeah. Right. Lots of natural things in this world that we would probably not say are Snake really good venom, for you. venom, like venomous snakes. My venom. Paul venom. I'm sorry, I don't even know where I'm going with that one. No. I don't have venom. No, there's no venom. Okay. We do have a venom cup. It's <laughs> our son's cup, and it's like the it's ugliest the, the, mug you have yes. ever seen. It's bright red, and yes. for some reason... From the Marvel Universe, yeah. venom, yes. And for some reason, he's very attached to this mug. I, I don't know why. And like, he, literally, he's never even seen the movies. No. And this yeah. thing is hideous. I mean, it is yeah. ugly. So every time I put it in the washing, washing yeah, like, machine or the dishwasher, he's like, Mom, you're not supposed to put it in there because look what it does. It's cracking off my Venom cup. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. He's excited about the Venom cup. So. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So I find it odd. And once a hand, we all love Amazon. We buy stuff. I mean, we buy so much stuff through Amazon. And I know a lot of people do. Otherwise, Amazon wouldn't be the most monstrous company in the world. People buy from Amazon all the time. Outside of Lash products, I've never heard anyone go, oh, if you buy from Amazon, you're buying junk. 
I've never heard anyone say that. They That's always right. like, it's like, wait, you buy a book there. You went and bought some shoes. You bought some clothes. You bought some things. And people are like, oh, how cute. You got that on Amazon. Well, listen, you're also implying that junk is bad. Okay, stay, hang, <laughs> oh, coming hang from you. with me. <laughs> okay, no, hang okay. with me here. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you know exactly what you're getting and that's what you want. Yeah. For example, one time I wanted to buy disposable rain jackets. This has always been my thing. Like if we go like to Disneyland or I always want to have disposable rain jackets on hand just in case. But I don't want a thick one that folds up and is real bulky and takes a lot of, you know, I want one that fits in like a toy container. Like when you go to the gumball machine, I want one that fits in there. That is not a high quality rain jacket. No. In fact, it's junk, right? Yeah. But that's what I want. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm looking for that on Amazon because Amazon also has the ability for people to do reviews. Oh, yeah. And that's a nice thing. You can read the reviews and go, oh, this is not a and bad And sometimes product. the people will say, this is junk. Don't waste your money. And then you have to figure out, is this person not able to construct the product and it's error user, or is the product itself bad? So there are tools for you to figure these things out. And that's out. the beauty of buying on Amazon, is you can actually get reviews. Now, I think we established that Amazon does sell good and bad stuff. It's not all good, but it's not all bad. In the world of lashes, all I hear, it's bad. But in the world, everywhere else, it's a mixed bag, like most things in life. And so one of the things we want to just put out there is that right now, the best thing you can do, if you're going to look for products, and let's say Amazon is... Got that fast delivery, right? You get it next day or something like that. Or you have Prime and you get free shipping, let's just say. And I haven't done a lot of research in this, so I can't say. Maybe most last products aren't with Prime. I have no idea. But that said, I just don't want to make Amazon into this bad guy without any real knowledge about it. I think it's easy to have these stereotypes and just say, well, if you buy from there, it must be cheap and bad. Really, I mean, have you bought from all the brands? Have you tried the products? Or are you just putting in a blanket statement with actually no knowledge of what you're talking about and just saying everything's bad because I've decided it's all bad? That's right. And let's just talk about the social stigma that they're implying here or something yeah. or that exists with this argument that you just, you know, yeah. Amazon products are bad. As a kid, there's always the store that the poor people go to, right? Like when I was a kid, it was Kmart. And I was so embarrassed that we'd go to Kmart, literally, like I would run, you know, my, we'd say, my mom was like, we're going to go to Kmart. And I'd be like, oh no, if people from my school knew I went to Kmart and literally I would be hiding behind cars as we ran into the store and my mom would just be laughing at me. And I'm thinking, of course you're in sixth grade and you think that everyone's watching you from the street. No Nobody cares, cares yeah. right? Yeah. And you go in there. So you could go to Kmart and my mom would be like, look, if you see anybody else from Kmart in Kmart, like you see somebody that you know, they're in Kmart too. And I'd be like, yeah, mom, <laughs> but they're probably buying an icy and that's cool. You can buy an IC and Kmart and still be cool. But the point I'm trying to make is that as kids, everyone assumed, oh, only poor people go to Kmart. So if you go to Kmart, you're poor. Poor. And so, okay, well, first of all, why is that a bad thing? Why is that a bad thing? If you if you're not rich, it's, it's not a moral thing. It's just you know means you have less money right now. And dude, you can still look cute from stuff from Kmart. I'm sure it might be a little bit more challenging, but that's not what it's about. So it's like I don't like somebody saying, "Oh, you didn't go to a a manufacturer and get the white glove treatment. Like you went to Chanel and got the white glove treatment. You got the tissue paper. You got the dust cover. You got your gorgeous bag. Mm -hmm. So is that somehow less of an experience than buying a handbag on Amazon? Maybe yeah, because you don't get the, you know, the tea service and you don't get all that stuff. But 
it's not a moral thing, no. right? You know, you're just getting a handbag in a different way. So I don't like that when people say like, oh, it's cheap. It's bad. It's amoral. You know, you're buying a good. Well, here's the thing, guys. And I've said this before. So if you heard this and I know I'm sure some brands hate me when I say this is that most of our products, guys, are really all the same. Most brands, yes, there is, I will say, more refined glues for sure. Someone's glue gets refined more. But when it comes to actually products, most of these products, guys, are all made in the same places. Many companies all buy from the same manufacturers, and they charge different prices based upon the brand that they've created. It's like some brands really create high-end looks. And, and the difference brand- is like the packaging of the box, yeah. the way that it opens, you know, ease, is, is it magnetic, blah, blah, blah. But one person's selling for 15 the other one's selling for 22 and it's the same product. Not just lashes. That's the same in makeup. That's the same in many things. Like car manufacturers will take the same chassis and put a different high-end car in one and a low-end car in the other and it's and the insides of the car are basically the same the frame is just different but the perception of value is, on, is from the buyer go oh well, that's a nicer car so i'll buy it so the same thing happens with lashes so don't well, the same thing happens in apparel so you've got the gap you've got old navy yeah. and you've got banana Republic. same companies you've got l'oreal over the counter cosmetics yeah. then you've got lancome in fact, the same manufacturer, and often I remember as a kid or in college, there was, my professor was talking about this. Is it's the same? It's literally the same makeup at times, and they literally just put a different label over it. One's L'Oreal, the one is Lancome, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's the same company. Maybe they might use a different formulation, but because they're all under the same R and D, like they're using yeah. the same technology, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And, but and they're one's just... aimed at different markets, so they price it accordingly. And the mm-hmm. same thing is true in the last industry. We see some brands aiming for the high end, and some are more going for the common day, everyday person. And so they're going to price it accordingly to attract that kind of ideal client. And so, just so you know. Amazon, a lot of those companies selling on Amazon are just going for a different market. They're going for a more lower price. And it is kind of like the Wild West in a sense. If you don't have a relationship with the brand, you don't know what their products are like or even their return policy, you're kind of taking a little bit more of a gamble, right? I mean, people are loyal to certain brands because they have come to depend on them. There's a level of trust there, right? Yeah. Or they know the name, the brand name. They've met, they see the owner, they've seen them at shows. And now you have this company that you've never heard of with no idea of what's behind it. So there's a little bit more or less, you know, information but you do have the reviews and the reviews are decent then you know what i think you can trust that at least it might be worth something and that's where i guess we're just saying don't just throw everything out just because it says sold on amazon doesn't make it an evil company who sells lower quality it could be lower quality i really don't know bought from all the brands online and maybe one day we should maybe it'll be a fun little experiment let's just buy from every known brand uh, get some samples from all these companies that sell on amazon see what's good and see what's bad but it's not automatically evil bad crap just because it's on amazon Okay, let's talk about this in just a different analogy. If you are a budding artist, like many of the masters at one time were, they might not have been able to afford the cream of the crop paints. Yeah. Maybe they weren't able to afford something that was ready made and they had to like make it themselves. And some of the binding agent, maybe the egg wasn't as fresh when they were making the paint or the mixture or something like that. But it doesn't mean that the work that that artist was doing is not good anymore because they bought their product or they had to make it themselves. Well, you say this. You could work with any glue. You say, "Give me." I have my. You have your favorite, but you say, "I can make." Anyone you could do it, right? Any. I think anybody any listening to this podcast, you've been doing lashes for some time. If somebody says this is a contest, 
right? Mm. And you're on a, d- a deserted island or something like this. And this is the product that you have to use. You're going to figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. Is it what you want? No. But the next time you could try to make your own thing or whatever. I guess for us, we just hope to destigmatize Amazon a little bit and to say that, yes, there might be garbage being sold on there. And by the way, one of the reasons why I forgot, I was going to say this. One of the reasons why I see some people demonizing Amazon is because there are other brands who sell products and they don't, they're just saying, Hey, don't buy from there, buy from me. And instead of talking about how amazing their product line is or how amazing they're, what they're selling. The whole campaign is about knocking. Demonizing some other brand that's on Amazon that you probably never even tried because why would they? They don't care about these companies. And so they're just going to say, stop buying from Amazon because it's dirty. It's bad products. They're not regulated. Whatever stuff they come up with, just buy from me because my stuff's the best. I don't think that's a really good, strong selling point. I think the better focus is like, find what the pain points and the pleasure points are are for your ideal client and speak to what they're looking for and then sell how your products help to meet those needs and make their life better versus going out demonizing people that you really have no relationship with. Who cares what the other companies do? Focus on you and how you can best serve your community. Right. And then you're also assuming that the products are bad. Yeah. Just because it says Amazon on the top of the website, somehow that means everything on Amazon sucks. Maybe they are, but I figure that, you know, most people are sophisticated enough to know that if you buy something, you don't like it, you're you're not going to buy again. No, no. And that's why for some of you, especially if it's, and again, we not gone out we're not representing anyone we're not even defending anyone we, we don't know we don't buy our products from amazon i guess i just don't like demonizing i have things. bought in a pinch i have bought no, we like have. micro swabs actually we did spot remover i just forgot we need oh, we, yeah we, we didn't have a remover for our training and it came in one day it was like i'll do it and they sent it the next day and it was just a glue remover i would prefer to have had my favorite brand on hand but i didn't yeah and so and we knew it would take too long to get it, it would take a few days and we we're like i'll screw it we'll just buy amazon so I guess the question and i guess is, that's why this came up it's because yeah. when i did that it's like oh no i'm buying are we committing yeah, a yeah. cardinal sin yeah we didn't say anything in our training we could have said by the way we're sorry we gave you glue remover from a company that sells their products on amazon and we might be like and so we're thinking like well what does that mean does it even warrant an apology no no, if the remover is made of the same stuff. You know, it's such a simple product. It's not rocket science. And that's oh, that's what I was going to say earlier is that, you know, we're selling different variations of toothpicks. I mean, that's when it comes to the lashes. It's, it's like you can have your high-end toothpick, you have your low-end toothpick, but they're still toothpicks. It's a commodity. Lashes are a commodity. There's not this monstrous difference. You know, it's not like a high-end dress that was hand-tailored and designed and made. Oh, couture. Couture versus you buying something off the rack at, you know, a Macy's, which is still nice, but it's not going to cost you thousands of dollars. You can get for $100 or $200, something like that. So, Like an haute couture dress can be like $12,000. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, forget about it. It's this insane Blouse. amount of money. In fact, our daughter, we're just doing with wedding dresses for her, and, you know, it costs a bunch. And then now we, I found out they actually have it, have it tailored or whatever. It can cost because more than the dress. It can cost more than the dress, which is like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. So it's that's the stuff that it takes to get something really 
personal, but we're not making that with lashes. Lashes are just fiber. See, the magic is you. You're the artist and whatever you're given with to work, you can make work. There are some that are better than others. For example, makeup, right? You have your preferences, but if all you had was some very, very basics, you know, primary colors, you could figure it out, right? If you lost your bag and all you had to do was scrounge from your friends, whatever, you could figure it out. Well, in our trains, we often have said, you know, is Da Vinci a great painter because he had great paints? Or was he a great painter because he's just a fantastic artist? Any of your painters that you love and you follow and you and you like people are following their painters. Um, Dolly is my my favorite. So any, well, actually, is it because of the paint? I remember watching a documentary on one of these guys. I can't remember if it was Da Vinci or Michelangelo, but he used experimental things. So mm-hmm. sometimes the paintings last very, very well. And then sometimes because it's like made of an experimental thing, it starts to fade and needs yeah. a lot more intervention. But honestly, it's the work, the artists that, you, that make it valuable. You're right? the one that makes it amazing, not your products. Now, don't, you know, there are, I'm sure, fumy glues on Amazon that you're going to get. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to use this. It's, my client was like complaining. I was complaining. Throw it out and never buy from yeah, them again. Just don't do that again. And also write a bad review. Let people know it's not a good clue. And that's how you deal with Amazon, I think, more effectively versus just having this blanket statement that all Amazon products are bad. So, Yeah, you have to look at who's saying that and what their motivation might possibly yeah. be. And we, we, you know, we love all you brands out there. You know we're friends with you and we support you and all that. But... Whenever we cross that line between personal, I think was preferences because it helps me, we may have to differ on some things. Right. You want to be saying stuff that is growing the industry, not just because it's to benefit you. I mean, we can all win in this game. Yeah. I think in the bigger picture, if we all serve the industry and do what's in best interest for last artists, we all win. Everyone does better. You could say, you know, why go on the gamble of Amazon when you don't know? Yeah. I'm a trusted brand. You can follow me. But you and have I to guarantee villainize. it or we will refund your money or we'll return it. You so can the, talk the to problem us. with Amazon is that you don't know and it's a bit of a gamble. A little bit right? more. Not that more. anything that you get is bad. So exactly. there you go. All right. I think we covered that one. And I know you need to go eat because you have a client. I'm hungry. You I'm hungry. Tess is hungry. So, hey, guys, we're done. That's a wrap. We're out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Amazon Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 